0: You aim high. We aim to rise And every vision that's real is analyzed Till every fight in my bones has been applied Every thought I'm a loser be denied uh, Dedicated to the cause I'm back, I'm reborn That's facts, now take back what's yours Rose from the floods With one breath, the exhale was left I'm back to show love uh, What you recommend is what you represent Gotta fight with a cause for
1: the innocence That's the mission, men Is what we visionate Everything stops on the drop, cause we listen when 143, 143 speaks, 143, 143 speaks, 143, 143 speaks,
0: from the streets to the most elite, man yeah. who's got the guts to last, I'm in line next, who's got the
1: guts to pass, I'm, I'm in direct, who can't the class,
0: we no time left, welcome to the journey yeah. and the mindset. What's going on, World well Family? It's your boy, Donald Jones, and welcome to another episode of Journey of the Mindset. I am here right now with Oline. Me and her met in some weird kind of way, right? So, let me just explain the story before we get to her story because I think that she has a very, very powerful story. So, we met, I was actually on my way to pick up my master's degree from my school and I didn't get there on time, so I had to go back a whole nother week. And when I went back there another week, Oleen was there and we connected right off the bat had a little bit of a conversation and she told me, she said, you know what, I have somebody that I think would be great for your podcast show. And I'm like, okay. I hear a lot of things. I hear a lot of people tell me, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to connect you with this person and it just never happens. So, I just took it for what it was. I was like, you know what? Okay, if I hear from her, I hear from her. Very consistent. Keep your word. If you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And then she hooked me up with a brother named Kareem. Now, it's not all about Kareem this episode because we did an episode in episode eight with Kareem and Kareem killed it. Kareem's story is very, very great. If you didn't see Kareem's um, story, go to season two, episode eight, listen to Kareem's story, a lot of great information on it. But after interviewing Kareem, I received a text message, right? And it said, I'm ready to tell my story. Now, when I got that text message, it made me feel good because one, I've only heard a little bit of a story and I said, to myself when I heard her story that she has a powerful story. Although she wasn't ready to speak on her story, but now she is and I want to applaud her for coming onto the podcast show and showing that coverage because she's going to give some positive and some great information to all of the listeners and viewers. So, without further ado, I would like to introduce, introduce you to Olene. She got me nervous right now. She's on my podcast show and I'm nervous. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, how are you? Thanks for having me. Uh,
0: I'm doing well, I'm feeling um, very presidential. Word. Yes, (laughs) a lot of new things happening in the United States of America. So um, I'm I'm feeling good, but um, I'm happy that you decided to change your mind, to come on, to vibe with us, because I think that you have a very, very interesting story. And I want you to be able to just pour whatever you're feeling on your heart, whatever information you feel like you you want to give to the listeners you want to give to the viewers i just want you to pour that out and don't hold anything back and one thing about me that i find intriguing about stories is how people tell it and you got a lot of passion when you tell your story so let's just start from day one right yeah i want to hear about your struggle with you coming back and, and 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 getting back on your feet
1: right um So that was really hard for me because I was in a space. I was living in Albany as a as a resident director for about three years. Um, And when I was there, like my last year, I was like very depressed. And I was I moved back to the city. Um, And even though I moved back and had a great opportunity, like making twice as much as I made in Albany, I was just operating from a place of lack all the time, like Mm. always ridiculing um, myself, my abilities, and then the accident literally gave me perspective right um and even though things were aligning like i told you like it was just so interesting like my very last year in albany i'm like i need something different i needed something better so i resigned without a plan completely not having a plan and um the last day i resigned on like august like 7th or something put in my resignation letter didn't have a job but i knew i had to move out of my apartment because my job gave me an apartment to live in and I just decided to just go with it. So I resigned and then I had two weeks to clear my apartment out. So on the um, on like the 10th, my friends and I were like, you know, let's go for a swim at the lake. So um, we went to the lake and it it was private. So it was closed. So we decided to head back home. But on the way home, we saw like a small opening and we got to a lake called Lake Luzerne. And we just like got out of the car and we went to this lake and there was absolutely no service for like five hours. And the lake was like so gorgeous. You can like see directly through the water. And when I was there, like I felt most connected to God, like just being there, being present. Um, So we're at the lake from like maybe like 10 to like six. So when you leave the lake, you end up in like Saratoga, right? Um, Upstate New York. Um, So we're driving like back down to Albany and I get a voicemail and the number ends in 1234, MCNY's number. Um, So I'm playing the voicemail, and I'm like, this person's voice sounds familiar, but I don't know who it is. They were like, oh, you interviewed, they were like, you applied to a job here in April. Um, I want to interview you, and I'm just like, I applied to a job in April, I don't remember. So I'm like, this person's voice sounds familiar. Fast forward, I call the person back, and it was my principal from high school who just happened to remember me because i was like a super geek um <laughs> so she was like oh lena and she was like this is cold tailed and i'm like oh my god so um the world literally worked because when i was at the water i was just asking for everything that i wanted manifested everything that i wanted and everything that i wanted came into fruition you, that day
0: you you said something to me when we was talking um you were saying that it's something about the water that makes you feel free. It, it like connects you to something. And, and it was something that I relate to because I'm a water child. My son is the same way. Yeah. He loves the water. Yeah. Um, He'll stay in the pool all day. I'd love to be by the water and sit by the water. What do you think happened that day while you was by the lake enjoying yourself? What was that feeling like?
1: Um, I think the way we found the lake, the fact that we were gonna head back home and then we saw this opening, to me, it was like an an, an opportunity for an outpouring, right? So when I'm in a lake, I feel, i feel good but i feel small in a good way it's like you know god created so much around us and water cleanses you it can drown you It can do so many things but just being still in something so beautiful gave me perspective Mm. that everything aligns because if you think about it the lake doesn't come off land and, and kills you it can but in that very moment it was literally the peace that i needed at that time
0: Nice. i never, yeah. I never really looked at it that, type, that way, like looking at water as it's, it's all of these things, it's that calm, it's yeah. that, that, that rough. And if you kind of like, like, put it, like, make it like as a metaphor to life, yeah. it's like life, it like is life. life is rough. It has that calm. Yes. You said something that I'm a believer in. Um, you jump and you build your wings on the way down. Yeah. And were you scared when you quit?
1: Um, honestly? We don't know each other that well, but whoever knows me knows I'm a jumper. Like, I will jump and move and leave and trust the process. Like, I used to work for Condé Nast. I used to work for The New Yorker. Um, and Condé Nast is, like, the top publishers in the world. So um, I was I was working at a boarding school before that, and I quit without a plan. And literally, like, next week I was working at Condé Nast, best magazine yeah. in the world, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I always trust God. I trust the process. I know, like... To the untrained eye may look careless irresponsible but to me i always find a way
0: you always so that that's something because well let me ask this before i ask this next question were you prepared to jump or was it just like you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna jump i don't i'll Um, figure it out
1: the first time i was not prepared yeah um the second time i was prepared financially but emotionally i was like i'm not prepared i don't know what's gonna happen but literally i started working at mcny august 21st of 2019 and then my last check from studio albany came in two weeks before so like i didn't miss anything yeah i missed nothing because i think that just shows you that if you trust the process and you go with your heart that things align the way they're supposed to you
0: you think so freely like there's like this this, this spirit about you that's just, like, calm and the way you, you think and the way you talk and the way you motivate, I find it really... I don't know, it, you, you put your words together so well and, like, so gentle. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's just, like, really just like, just, like, chill. And what it reminds me of is a person that is really in tune and confident with themselves. Yeah. Would you say that that's the type of person you are or is that what you're working on?
1: Um, in tuned, yes. Confident working on it. Um, I think that being in tune comes from just being introspective, from being still, from just like, you know, knowing yourself and like navigating life no matter what happens. Um, I think that being in tune really takes a lot of like stillness and solitude. I feel best when I'm like by myself and reflecting. And I think once you have the idea of stillness as a priority, you always become more in tune. Um, Confidence to me is just it's just uh, an evolution for me, you know? Mm. It's an evolution, so.
0: Oh, go deeper. You gotta go deeper with that one. So, like I I told you, like
1: when I I feel like, you know, I feel like a lot of um, outliers can affect someone's confidence, whether it be relationships, friendships, or just social media. I think as women, and me being a POC, a person of color, you have to definitely protect your confidence, right? So, so many things can affect it, whether it be you not thinking you're worthy because of your, um, you know, like a male or like a counterpart you have to really protect your confidence by realizing that nobody is you and because of that you should be confident because even if you have a twin they will not be you right so
0: i i, I i've always wanted to ask this question um as far as you being in a, a, a black female how does that how what are some of the challenges more so and i'm talking about like we we know about the the glass ceiling yeah. um but what are some of the challenges that you face on your journey of in, in growth because i heard you say when i asked you about the confidence and you say you're still working on that yeah. what 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 is what is lacking you from saying no i'm I'm 100 percent confident in me
1: i feel like you know different things can affect that um whether it be your environment for me i've always been like the only black female at, at wherever jobs that i've worked at right so At MCNY, I'm the only black advisor, as you know. Mm -hmm. Um, At Condé, I was like... Wow, that's true. Literally. Wow,
0: that is true.
1: And then at Condé, I was um, one of the first marketing coordinators. I was the first black marketing coordinator, right? So everyone has these stereotypes about women of color. So you have to really be confident in yourself. And of course, when somebody says something to you, as humans, you're going to react. As a human being, I'm going to react. And... You know, it, it may cause me to question things, but I know that, you know, I'm never going to reach 100%. Like, I don't think anyone gets up and every day and says, I'm the most confident. I think yeah. it's something that I work on by not allowing the outside world to infiltrate who I am as a person.
0: I think you got to have thick skin. Yeah. I think that um, everything is a work in progress, but I think confidence definitely plays a big role in the journey because yeah. if... The amount of confidence that you're lacking when you're going on a journey can deter you from your path, yeah. you know, and, and it can really tell you things that you, that you shouldn't believe. One thing that I'm always preaching is that we tend to believe, you know, whatever people say about us, but we won't believe the things that we say about ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm one of the people that yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll hear all the time, oh, you're doing great work, you're doing this, you're doing great, yeah. but in my head, I'm telling myself totally different. Yeah. I'm saying I'm not doing enough. Um, uh, I, I don't know, I didn't ask the right question, so mm-hmm. it was me, like, more so beating myself up. Right. And I found myself not meeting deadlines i mm-hmm. found myself not recording as much i found myself just falling off of the path that i set on and that's the reason why i actually because my confidence was more so being lacked by one social media mm-hmm. two relationships mm-hmm. that i was keeping um and three just me not believing that i can actually turn my dreams into reality and now i'm seeing it right. you know for itself so the confidence level is now going up and i'm seeing that i'm starting to move into a different arena yeah. with more vibe and more um you know smoothness yeah. and, and and you know so mm-hmm. that's why i, I asked you that question because um i know confidence is something that can definitely break a person right. and it can stop them from 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 being great um the whole line of angry black female yeah. right so I'm going to be honest with you, I was somebody that never wanted to look at at racism and and things of that nature. I never paid um, any mind to stigma. I didn't want to, because I didn't want to fall into me having, hearing these things and then starting to be that person that just dislike other races or whatever the case may be. So within the last, I would say five years, I started paying more mind to it. And then one thing that came across to me was the angry black female um, stigma that's out there. Now I grew up in a house with my mother and my sister, they raised me. So one, where did that come from? And two, what the heck does it necessarily mean?
1: Right, so I think the idea of, I think if a woman of color speaks up or defends herself, she's automatically deemed as angry. Mm. Um, I think we're automatically um, put into a subset category. Of being rude and disrespectful if someone speaks up about something that's affecting them and you're automatically a poc or brown or black woman it's like she's angry she's this i think when women of color don't um don't want necessarily to have the experience of struggle before happiness we're deemed as angry um i think overall you know it's said that the black woman is the most disrespected like person on the earth right and i think that shows in so many like movies and songs and just in, in in life in general and i think the idea of anger just comes from us defending ourselves and i don't think the right word is probably anger i think the right word is probably misunderstood right mm. so if you're navigating uncharted territory of a woman of color who is um who doesn't see something a certain way you know i think it's 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 important to like unpack feelings and emotions that trigger people right so if you're if you're a woman of color and someone says something that triggers you and you become angry it's 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 okay to unpack instead of automatically shunning that person mm. or shunning the race mm. or labeling the race yeah. right i don't yes. think it's i don't think it's intelligent to do that just say the angry black women no the, the, the black woman that wants to be hurt
0: exactly right exactly yeah. so you're, you're moving into an arena now of businesswoman right yes. so one i want to congratulate you because you made it official like a referee with a whistle that's right. all right so um <laughs> yeah. so there's some big things that's actually happening um with her and i i'm really really excited to see how far well I'm really excited to know that you're going to grow and blossom into something amazing. Um, And I want you to give some, I want to give you some time right now to tell, what is it that you're working on right now? What is it that you're developing?
1: So um, I'm working on a collective. I have a lot of skills and talents, right? So um, the first aspect of my collective is going to to be event planning, um, herbalism, uh, essential oils. It's something that I've always done for fun, for leisure.
0: Send some free essential oils this way. I I love those. I I love those. What's
1: your
0: favorite? Lavender. I knew it. Lavender. I got you. (laughs) Yes. I
1: got you. Um, So it's something I've always done for friends, made for friends. I've planned events for my friends for free. I've planned weddings and birthday parties for free because I enjoy it. Um, So I feel like COVID has given me... um, you know the perspective of realizing my worth differently you can assist but still turn it into a business why 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 should i give things away for free when i know that you know my worth is more than nothing you know
0: that, that's smart with the yeah. work thing because yeah. um that that was me so i, I just started the the, the 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 clothing line more so 143 speaks and love it. i love it I, oh, yeah. I, I i like it i like the way it's, it's, it's coming out um it's a lot of a lot of work a lot of stress um yeah. because one i don't want to defend my creator the yeah. one that's that's assisting with creating it. Um, but sometimes, you know, when they're like, hey, you know, this might need to be changed a little yeah. bit, you know. So, I'm, I'm one, I'm learning right. because I need to get comfortable with just letting somebody know I don't agree with the style. Or I don't agree with the direction that they're going in for my brand, for my brand. Yeah. But being able to say that in a respectful way and then us, you know, talking it out and, and figuring it out. So, one, I'm learning and trying to grow in that sense. But um, I'm, 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 I've seen my mentor and what he's done in, in as growing his business, Aim High Empowerment Paramount Institute. Um, and I've seen him, his, his, his struggles, I've yeah. seen his accomplishments, I've seen him close business deals. Mm-hmm. And I knew that a lot comes with opening up a business. You have right. to be an accountant, you have yeah. to be the person that's monitoring this and doing all that stuff. So I'm, I'm really, really excited to see, um, to see where you're gonna go. And I know Thank for you. a fact that you're gonna go far. Thank you. My question to you is, does your journey have anything to do with why you're taking a route to do the things that you're doing now?
1: Yeah, so I think the journey isn't really linear. Um, I think that COVID gave me a lot of time to myself. Mm -hmm. It gave me a lot of time to experiment. It gave me a lot of time in nature. Like I live by a park and it's really, really pretty. So I spent a lot of time just being grounded and working on aligning all seven of my chakras because they were off balance. So i think once i started working on myself i realized that i need to um tap into the things that i love doing yeah and i can i can do things out of love and still make it a business i don't not i don't necessarily have to do things for free to show my love Mm -hmm.
0: are you are you scared
1: i was but i think that um I'm just going to do it
0: scared. So. <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, you, you've been practicing, if you haven't noticed, for a few years, right? Yeah. So when, you, when you're in a, a situation that you don't want to be in, you leave and you move on to the next task. Yeah. And that's been setting you up for what you're doing now. Because yeah. now, picture you doing what you love and it's for you. It's for your brand. It's for you building. And you're making those type of moves. Yeah. Picture where you, you would be. This, this time it wouldn't be job jumping. Yeah. It would be career building. It would be business building. It would yeah. be life building because everything from here, and I always tell us, everything from here goes up. You, when you start your business, mm-hmm. you start your business right here. Yeah. So it's either it's going to stay down there yeah. or you're going you gonna to bring it up. Yeah. And this is something that I, I know for a fact, and she's going to give me the oils. I, I know you. for a fact that you're going you're gonna to definitely, definitely go far.
1: Thank
0: you. Where did you grow up?
1: Guyana. For the first nine years of my life, um, I lived in Guyana, and then I came here when I was nine.
0: How was, how was that in Guyana? Do you remember, pretty much? Like I do.
1: Um, it was simple living. It was really simple. Um, I remember I came here August 10th. That's my anniversary in America. So I remember when I got off the plane, I was just amazed at how big everything was. And I'm just like, America's yeah. big, you know? Um, but I, I still, you know, I'm in a Guyanese household. Mm-hmm. So I still have my culture, my food. Yeah. So, um, it's interesting because a lot of my family members in Guyana are healers, right? They're herbalists. So I think part of what I'm doing this Conversation just got just, 10
0: times more interesting well, now. Like, what?
1: Part of what I'm doing it, I feel is innate, right? Yeah. Um I had a great aunt, her name is Mama Fifi, right? She yeah. passed away like a couple of years ago, but she can literally heal anything. She can she makes all tea, she knows all the herbs, all the all the roots. And then her daughter, my aunt Gloria, my great aunt, um she, she carried on the legacy. So, as a child, I knew these things. Like, I remember as a child having a cold. We would go to her house, and she would give you something. You would, you would come home feeling great. You know, like, we weren't into necessarily, like, the pills or anything yeah. like that. But, you know, all pills do have a form of a plant in it. Yeah. Um, so, I think just returning to my roots and, you know, myself, ultimately. You know. That was
0: deep, though, that, that like, healing. I've always been interested in that, especially natural yeah. healing, because I don't... I feel like medicine is great, yeah. but I, I, I always feel like there's this type of effect that it's going to have on the body because it's right. not something that's natural, something that's man-made and there's these chemicals or whatever in it. Right. I mean, it, make, it stops whatever the symptoms and helps people live, right. but... Um, how, like that, that right there, like how... So, would you be like growing stuff or yeah, like...
1: so I live in, I live in Long Island and I have a garden. Mm-hmm. I have fresh lavender. I wish nice. I knew you, I would brought you some. I have lavender, I have mint, I have rosemary, I have all these things mm-hmm. in the garden that I live in. got
0: anything for acid reflux?
1: um i got you Um, so um you know like now that it's getting colder a lot of the herbs are dying so in order to preserve them you pick them you dry them you preserve them that way um and if you really think about it everything that we need is in the earth and it's connected like you know like i started getting into the chakras during um during covid and if you if you have if you want to heal your root chakra your root chakra is what you need to take care of if you have if you have childhood trauma right Hmm. So the color of the root chakra is red. So you would eat like strawberries, you would eat peppers, you would eat all red fruits. You know, if you want to heal your heart chakra that's green, you would eat like, you know, plants and like green fruits. And it literally makes a difference when you eat from the earth. It literally heals you. It feels different. It tastes different. And you just feel more connected to self and to the earth when you consume foods that were given to you from the earth.
0: I I know what y'all are thinking right now. Well, I, yeah and I'm, I'm just gonna stop and do it right now where can you find her can you please tell them where they can find you because i know that's what the next question is They're trying all right to- <laughs> yes
1: my instagram is eartha collective llc
0: eartha collective llc i'll put it on the bottom if you're watching on youtube you'll be able to see it at the yeah. bottom but say it one more time i'm sorry
1: eartha collective llc
0: eartha collector llc instagram yeah. okay so so definitely look up I, you this, Why you ain't telling me this a long time ago? I would have told you I needed some stuff a while ago. I'm into I that stuff. You, I got you, you now. So, you... you I want to know how you feel like, how, how's your internal because you carry yourself very well, but what goes on inside here?
1: I mean, every day is, is a new day. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, um, I was... That's interesting that you ask. I, I have a mentor, I have a few really good mentors. And like last week, I was like dealing with some, some challenges and then I called my mentor and um, he said something interesting to me because I was venting for two hours, and he's listening, he's listening, and he was like, why are you drowning in a cup of water when you were created to swim in oceans? And I was like, what? Like, it literally just like, changed my whole perspective, right? So, listen, listen, so, so the advice that I got was that, and I checked myself, and then he said something to me, he said, you need to take one day at a time. I am a planner, so I'm always living, I'm always thinking ahead, or I'm living in the past, but I'm like, I can't go back, I can't go forward, so why not just be present? So, I feel like right now, I'm here sitting on the couch with you and that's all that I know for the next five minutes.
0: You just set the the couch on fire. Wait a minute, hold on. So, why are you drowning in a cup of water when you were made to swim in the ocean?
1: I literally, I dropped the stuff and I was like...
0: Yeah, that's... This is why I always say to have a mentor is good. Man, before I had my mentor, I didn't know... Listen, I thought... Can can I just get a minute to tell you something?
1: Yes. I feel like Why not? It's your
0: show. there's a world inside of a world inside of a world. Yes. And it's based off of experiences. Yes. I went from somebody that just knew the South Bronx. I enjoyed yes. running around in the streets, and that's what I did. I knew nothing about meeting people, having intellectual conversations having conversations that will change your life, meeting people that could change your life, business owners that are my age and youngest that are multi-millionaires, being able to go places that I never thought I would be able to be inside of. And this was simply off of me opening up and broadening my thinking. Yeah, yeah, because when, yeah. I, when I was in the streets and when I was running around, I didn't see all of that. It was yeah. just like... Like, the, but let me tell you the, the 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 damage that it did to me. I'm 36 years old. I've been no. I've never been on a plane. The, the furthest I've ever been was um, was Florida, and I took a train down there. 24 hour ride. I'll never do it again. Yeah, yeah. You know. But you you. It's very important. I try to teach my son that, is Always think bigger. Mm. You know, when somebody says something to you, if it's a word, it, an explosion should go off in your head. Boom. Because yeah. you're just thinking bigger. You're you're yeah. trying to analyze it because that's the way you're gonna learn. That's the way you're gonna. So so my question to you now is this. Who did you have around you other than before your mentor who did you have around you what was yeah. your circle look like did they yeah. push you did they motivate you or did you have to let go of some people in order to grow
1: honestly um i'm naturally a healer and a giver and i'm a nurturing person so like before i'm 29 now so like from the ages of 21 to like 25 i had very like toxic friendships and relationships because when you're naturally a giver, people are gonna gravitate towards you because they can get, right?
0: We're about to go so, We's about to go in. Um, so mm-hmm. it, it was
1: just one of those things where I had, I was involved in just very toxic situations. And then um, I realized that, you know, I wasn't progressing and I'm like that because, I'm like that's because I was literally in a cage. I wasn't around good people. I was just literally feeling depleted all the time because I was just not around the people that were for me, right? So, um, I was not, you know, in a good head space, I wasn't in good relationships at all, terrible. Um, but now I think that, you know, my friends are great, you know, like I have like three solid best friends mm. that I've known for, the one I've known the longest was, I've, the one I've known the longest, I've known her for 20 years, and then one for like 17, I one for like seven. So I have like three solid friends um, that are just really amazing people that are grounded, we we touch base every week. We we check in, and it's important to have good people around you because when you feel lost, they just kind of re- ground you. They bring you yes. back to yourself. Um, it's good to have honest friends. Mm-hmm. It's good to have friends that are that, that will share with you. Um, you just need to find your tribe because I feel like once you find your tribe, you just start like literally speeding. Like I've made a lot of growth in the past two years than I've made in a while, in a long time, and you know. It's
0: something I'm just proud of. You, 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 you hit it on the head. Um, the circle is, is very important. Yeah. I have four friends. Um, yeah. Andrew, Elvio, Richard, Augustine. Yeah. And we are so different in so many mm-hmm. ways. But they push me yeah. and challenge me so much. We always fight, we'll argue, we call each other brothers. But I, keep my, I kept my circle small. I keep yeah. my circle small. People that I used to hang out in the past, they were good people. I never hung around bad people. Yeah but i just realized that we were on different journeys we wanted different things and when you're mingling with people that on different paths from you sometimes it can be detrimental to your path and i had to let a lot of people go even relationships i remember this one girl i was with i was like just in love with her like you couldn't tell me nothing was gonna spend the rest of our lives together but I, i started seeing that we wanted different things and I was holding her back from her greatness, right. more so, because I was ready for a family to move in. She wasn't ready yeah. for that. She wanted to travel, which was fine. You know, that, that's life. Right. And I said to myself, I said, you know what? I'm, I i need to allow this this young lady to be herself, to be free. she This is not what she wants at the moment. Right. And I had to let her go and I moved on with my life. But having somebody in your corner, a mentor now right. outside of the friends because now my mentor is outside of my friends yeah. is more important because when I met him, which he used to be my old professor, yeah. we lost contact for five years and then right. I seen him on YouTube talking to the police cadets wow. and I'm like, oh, I need to figure out a way to get in contact him. Right. Contact in my old school when I was doing my undergrad. Oh, yeah, we'll give him the email. Uh, he'll get back contact with you. Call for about a week. They said, yeah, we gave it to him. He'll get in contact with you. Right. Come to find out when I did finally speak to him, he don't even work there and almost said so they were lying the whole time. Yeah. But um, I emailed him, found his email, I emailed him. It took him a whole year to, to, to email me back. Wow. And when he emailed me back, I, I remember looking at the phone and I'm saying, like a whole year it took you to email me back? Like, yeah. I'm, like, what, like I'm not going to respond to this. It don't make no sense. Yeah. But here's where there's, there's that, there, that, that choice, that, that fork in the road. It's either I'm going to push my pride to the side so I can thrive or... I'm gonna just say, hey, you know what? I'm not, I'm not gonna respond to him. He think he's Hollywood, right. and I chose to push my pride to the side so I right. can thrive. And I learned so much from him, right. so much from him. And I think that having somebody in your corner that some that can guide you, that that can right. you can lean on, is very very important. And I tell you this too because I'm actually getting um, a mentor for um, for the business too. Okay. I advise you to do that as well because they've already been there. They've already filled out the paperwork, they've already filed, they've already done all of that. So, for them to be able to show you and tell you and you get that Mm one-on-one, I I think it's it's best. I can tell you right now, I got a a master's level course in personal development for free. Mm -hmm. I I feel like I should have paid my mentor for mentoring me. Like, all of the information and what I've learned from him, I feel like I cheated him. Like, I should have been paying him money. You know, but um that that that's very important, and I'm happy that you yeah. that you brought it up. So there's something that we do here yeah. on uh, journey of the mindset, and I'm going to throw you in the high seat. Yeah. I want to give you time where I'm going to step away yeah. from the set. I'm going to step from in front of the camera, I'm yeah. going to cut off my mic, and I want to give you 60 seconds with the listeners and with the viewers. Yeah. and whatever God puts on your heart right now, yeah. I just want you to feed it to them. Right. Feed it to them no matter what. All right. You could do that? I think so. All right. Cool. You nervous?
1: No, nah, I'm just going to speak from the heart. Can't be nervous.
0: So, I'm talking about let God drive the bus. All let right. God drive.
1: All right. Ready?
0: Yeah. I'm moving. I'm moving. Uh, uh, uh,
1: okay. Yo. Ready? 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 Yeah. All right. Hello. Where am I looking?
0: Yep. Right here. Right in the camera. Right.
1: Hello, virtual world. I just want to advise you to stay true to yourself, um, trust your process, um, get into nature, and be your best. That's it
0: i like that short simple with dimples
1: ah. of course. Of
0: course. Yes. <laughs> so first of all i want to thank you for um for coming on i feel like you you gave some some very good information good perspective i learned a lot about you which i didn't know about the healing thing you know i was told that i'm an empath and here's the thing that i learned is i'm a i'm a uncontrolled empath mm. so i need to learn how to control the energy that i allow to come into me because to, mm. sometimes really? I absorb yeah. some negativity, boy.
1: I feel like when you feel everything, like mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that can enter a room and I can feel everyone's energy. Like I can, I can meet someone and just feel everything. And I feel like as you become more self-aware, you tolerate less because it's like yeah. if, you, if you pick up on someone's energy right away, then you won't even tolerate yeah. any. You won't even give them five years, much as five minutes.
0: But that's the hard part. It's like how do you become more self-aware? That's the... That's um, the
1: I don't know, I think that you like you really just know by spending time with yourself. Yeah. Like I was telling one of my mentors, um, like I went on a date like three weeks ago and it was very interesting. <laughs> it was like the person I went on a date with, the date was like from five PM to like eleven PM and me being the empath, you know, the person was just talking, 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 talking. And at the end of the date, the person was like, "Oh my God, you're amazing." I'm like, "You don't even know me. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally let you just vibe." And then I was like, "I can't date somebody who doesn't even know me." Yeah. You know, and it, it was like, it's such interesting perspective because you're thinking, "I feel depleted," and this person's like, "I feel fulfilled." But at the end of the day, in friendships, relationships, you have to understand that it's like you need duality, right? So short, long story short, that was the first and the last time that you know I yeah. showed sure with that person. But you just have to know what you want and if you connect with somebody that you know that they don't give you the things that you need then just literally cut it off because time is like fleeting we learned this year that life is super fragile so don't waste your time
0: yeah the pandemic definitely opened up my eyes a lot to things because i it scared the hell out of me and i'm saying to myself like if, if i catch this and god forbid i die i've been nowhere you know like yeah. that's that's like so i'm saying to myself yeah. what what am i scared of? i can die in my own home from catching a virus i need to go out there and just live this life and just do what i gotta do yeah. you know you're actually my last face to face um you know because everything yeah. is, is spiking and yeah. stuff like that so yeah. you, you're my last face to face but um yeah. yeah man it's 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 a hundred percent true what you just said yeah you, you you really you really it's hard for me to interview you right now because you got my mind like just going like the things that you're saying like you know and it's 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 true though um people people can come in and they can take a lot from you you know they can they can they can take a lot and i don't want to say that i don't think that they know or maybe they are aware but they're just more selfish because you're giving them something that they need but you can't come into my life and just keep on taking mm-hmm. and taking and taking and withdrawing, withdrawing, withdrawing. Sooner or later, you deplete everything that's inside of me. You know what I'm saying? And there's no more um, energy. There's no yeah. more faith. There's no more, like all of that stuff gets sucked out of you and I, and, yeah. and people, sometimes you have to be the person and if you're the person too and I'm, if you're the person that's the, the energy drainer, then you need to push the selfishness to the side and say, I need to let this person go. Yeah so that way they can be free to live their life. Yeah. Because if you allow somebody to stay into your life that's bringing you down, yeah. it's going to happen. I asked that question to somebody before and I said, hey, do you think that being with somebody that's not motivated, do you think that, um, that that'll bring you down? And they said, well, I'm just going to ask you this question. And I'm not even going to answer what you just asked me, but I'm going to ask you this question. If you're sitting in a room with somebody for 24 hours that's, 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 um, that's tested positive for COVID-19, will you get it? And I said, yeah, so then that's your answer. Mm-hmm. And I was saying to myself, yeah, I guess when you spend a lot of time with somebody, you'll start to pick up a lot of their habits.
1: You become one, you
0: know? You wanna hear the scary thing though?
1: Break
0: it down. When you'll pick up somebody's negative habits faster than you'll pick up their good. And that's the scary thing. That's the scary thing about this world is that there's, we. The world is not a bad place. I'm a firm believer that the world is driven by love. This is the reason why I do 143 Speaks. I love you speaks. Because I believe that no matter what's going on in this world, it's driven by love. The entertainment is the negativity. People are entertained by negativity. I can post a positive quote on Instagram right now, probably get like 102 views. But I go out there and I post a fight. I'm out there fighting. World star, you too. I'm trending. You know what I'm saying? People are entertained by the negativity. Yeah. But what I always say is, no matter what, know your heart. Mm -hmm. When Jesus came down here, he didn't get entertained by the negativity. He still led by love. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm going to continue living my life by and pushing through. It's just love. I'm going to spread as much love as I can. I'm going to put love on these shirts and just throw it out to everybody. I'm going to make a profit because I'm where you are right now. I got to start making money. And I'm going to throw it out there to everybody. But I want to try my best as long as I'm on this earth to spread as much love as I possibly can because I truly, truly believe that that's what the world is being run by, but the negativity is just more entertaining.
1: I agree. I think, you know, you just gotta find your niche and just surround yourself with good energy. Meditate in the morning, meditate at night. Start your day with good stuff and leave everything that you can at the end of the day and rest and hope that you wake up the next day and see where things take you.
0: All right. Before we end, I'm actually one last question. It's gonna be so personal. It's gonna be personal get scared you're gonna get nervous are you sure positive how do you start your morning
1: um with prayer right so i recently started reading my bible more because i feel like my life was like spiraling like a couple months ago and i realized it was because i wasn't meditating i wasn't praying i was just like living off of emotion and i'm just like why well, are you doing that? So I think when I read my Bible in the morning, um I feel good. I don't plan what I read. I just open it and I go with the flow. I have affirmations on my window. I say my affirmation. So I spend like an hour with myself. Half an hour in the Bible, half an hour manifesting, half an hour just like that's hour and a half, but like just like being grounded and just chilling and um just like setting my tone for the day. Like I don't check my phone. I just kind of set my tone for the day because the moments that i wake up late and i rush out um into the day i have like unsettling days because a lot of things can come at you throughout your day but if you have um you know perspective and you're grounded then it'll just happen around you but it won't happen within you you know
0: yeah I i wish that everybody that's listening to this and that's watching this there i'm telling you right now there's a vibe and aura it's just relaxed i want to go to sleep right now just chill it's just a very very relaxed vibe and a very very chill vibe and i just want to since day one like you just always had this chill just like vibe so i just want to let you know that off the bat um I want to thank you uh for coming on to uh to journey of the mindset i want to thank you for for kareem because he was amazing uh kareem is here too he's behind the camera right now i just want to let everybody know hiding (laughs) well i want to thank you because um kareem uh, i've been editing his video and it's funny because um sometimes you don't hear things when you're sitting here having a conversation and every time i'm editing and i'm listening to his video i'm pulling out different different information different stuff and um he, he he's just amazing. I thank you so much because um, you, you, you really believe in what I'm doing. Um, your, your energy, since I met you, you know, you're not a talker. Whatever you say, I, I've learned that you're going to do. Um, you was definitely on it. We was texting back and forth, trying to get it done. And then when you was able to even get me to places okay. to be able to do it, I appreciate you so much and I appreciate you for believing in me. And thank of you so course. much. Thank you. And I hope that we can definitely have you back on the podcast show. Um, me, you, and Oprah because I'm trying to get Oprah. Oprah, if you're watching this, Call me, okay? Hello. My phone number is 914. Beep, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Call me, Oprah. Call me, all right? Yes. Cardi, if you sing single, um, bye. Anyway. Um. <laughs> but thank you for coming on to the, for uh, <laughs> to the show. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to tell you, if you land on your back, make sure you look back in the direction that you're supposed to be going in. Les Brown said that and I'm a firm believer. Thank you for coming. Thank you for watching. I'm sorry, y'all not even here. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening to Journey of the Mindset. Tune in for the next episode. Until next time, world family, live with love. Peace. Yo, you did good.